Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Taz and the Moose, coast to coast, pillar to post, on CBS Sports Radio. It's the Monday morning, Taz and the Moose with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. You've got Connor and Mike across the way on the side. Bogish with your updates to 9 a.m. Eastern time we go. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Attention hotline fans. Yeah, that is CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, as you know, and it's brought to you by Geico. Great news, quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. What's going on, Taz? Uh, Good, Moose. What's going on? Hope everything's good. Uh, Looking forward to uh, rock and roll and do a great show here covering a bunch of football, which is nice, and an excellent guest later on, Bobby Coppin, the former Cowboys linebacker, NFL analyst. So as we roll right here to 9 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Hopefully you had a great weekend, and hopefully everyone out there had themselves a good weekend as well as the, the first NFL Sunday came and went, got a doubleheader tonight. In Monday Night Football, which I love on the opening weekend, uh, where you get the uh, 7 o'clock Eastern time start, and it's going to be the Texans down in New Orleans taking on the Saints, and then you've got the 10, uh, 10.05, 10.15 Eastern time start hmm. uh, between the Broncos and the Raiders out there in the black hole uh, with John Gruden and the Oakland Raiders. And, and that is where we begin as the saga with Antonio Brown, you know, took so many different twists and turns over the course of 24 to 36 hours, Taz, after... Uh, we last spoke, which was on Friday morning, um, and uh, when we wrapped up the show at that time, there was still you had no idea in terms of the teary-eyed, um, reportedly teary-eyed apology by Antonio Brown to the team, um, and then all of a sudden the announcement that he will be playing on Monday night for the Oakland Raiders, uh, and then the uh, fine and uh, the two hundred plus thousand dollar fine that was levied down on Antonio Brown. Uh, two more fines were levied down on him, making his contract non-guaranteed moving forward. Then him attacking Instagram uh, and basically saying, telling the Raiders to release him. Then they eventually release him. And then in the span of about three hours, he's a New England Patriot. Yeah, amazing. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's insane. It's crazy. It's not it. a whole <laughs> scenario. The craziest thing I've ever seen, uh, and I thought about this, that I've personally seen in sports like in a long time. Yeah. It was crazy, wacky stuff. I mean, riveting stuff. I was like, God, I wish we were doing a show today when it was like all the stuff was happening. Uh, but, you know, uh, the, it's amazing to me, too, a side note on this whole thing. This is just a typical of what today's day and age athlete is, how to utilize social media um, he utilized social media to, to basically to to accelerate, speed up the process of getting his release from the Raiders. Um, you know, I mean that that's not the crux of the story. But I'm just saying. To me, I thought that was interesting because that's what he did. He put it on the IG when he when he put that video with the with the phone call with him and John Gruden on YouTube on his YouTube channel on his own on Antonio Brown's personal YouTube channel. I think that's what put the Raiders over the edge. You know. 
that was just too far because it seems like Gruden did not approve that. And apparently in the state of California, that's illegal if he did it from California. Mm. But that, Gruden's not going to play, you know, press charges. But they, you know, I think that's what got that over $200,000 fine levied on him, which they knew. I would assume Mayock and Gruden knew that, well, Brown's going to want out. And that's sure enough what happened. Yeah, and and they they reached the conclusion they probably should have reached initially uh, after what transpired on the practice field, where you know you bring him back and you know you talk continue to talk up as you play the good cop bad cop Taz. Eventually, they got to the point where they probably should have have gotten to before all of that, and that is you know rid themselves of the talented headache uh, that is Antonio Brown. Um, and you're right about that, and. You know, Mike Florio had a report yesterday that that uh, I believe I, I saw on Twitter. I think it was Florio. Uh, Pro Football Talk had the report that um, that Antonio Brown did uh, talk to so, some social media experts on how to mm. uh, on how to really uh, use social media to uh, bring about his release with the Oakland Raiders. But he did the same thing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right, um, that's true. Yeah. You know, so I mean, you know, obviously not in the same style and fashion. It's not recorded phone calls. It's not. Right. Letters from the Pittsburgh Steelers, but, you know, his behavior, whether it be, you know, what was it, on the treadmill or the elliptical, elliptical machine, yeah, or whether it be in the backyard with the blonde mustache, right, 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 yeah, or yeah. whatever it might be, yeah. he did the same thing in, in trying to bring about his trade from the Pittsburgh Steelers and kind of accentuate that or speed up that process, Taz. So, I mean, like, you know, I, I look at it and, and you know, he's a knucklehead, you know, that, that it's not he's a very, very talented player. Um, but, uh, you know, it, for the Oakland Raiders, they did everything they could to support Antonio Brown and basically, uh, like a ravenous dog, he bit him back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and he even had the reaction to once he got his release, um, he had, I, I think he put it on here on his Instagram. I believe that's where I saw where he was in a house. It looks like he's he was renting a house uh, in, in somewhere out in California, in, in Oakland, where they you near know, they they practice. I remember seeing him, he was in this house with like all his people, like uh, somewhere in California. Cause it's a smaller house than a guy like him would afford, and he's got this mansion in Miami, as you know. But anyway, um, he had this. He showed that he had he had cameras all set and everything. Once he saw the reaction to that, he was released on social media, which could have been a stage thing just for his social media. And he even went that far, like I'm released, I'm whatever, I'm free or whatever. He was screaming so. Yeah, uh, it's interesting to me, the social media aspect. And then all the scuttlebutt throughout the weekend, and I'm sure you saw it also, where a lot of people were speculating, well, where's he ends up going? You know, And it was four, three, four hours before the Patriots, before we knew it to the Patriots. But during that time, it's like, where's he going to go? And a lot of people thought it would be the Patriots because Belichick does this. He brings, brings guys like this in here that are super talented and, and that have some you know uh, character issues and, and hones them in. I didn't think it was going to happen. I just thought, like, eh, everybody thinks he's going to go to the Patriots. I really didn't think he was going to go to the Patriots. I don't know why. I didn't know where he was going to go. I just didn't think it was going to be Patriots. Unfortunately, I was wrong. So, <laughs> so that's where he is. Yeah, he does, he does end up in Foxborough. And, and I think, you know, what led to that rampant speculation is, you know, the Patriots, uh, you know, they tried to trade for him. Um, and the Steelers would not trade Antonio Brown uh, to the New England Patriots. They they closed off those talks right quick, but Bill Belichick did try to trade for Antonio Brown uh, when he was still a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So that probably led to the speculation in terms of, well, they know that he's a knucklehead already, and so now if he's free, uh, maybe that is indeed where he does land up there in Foxborough. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I thought it was a possibility. Uh, you know, it's not surprising. I didn't think it was definitely that he was never going to go to New England. I didn't know exactly, you know, where he would end up. But for the Patriots, you know, with the history, Corey Dillon, Randy Moss, other guys that have had issues with other organizations, and then go up to Foxborough and Josh they do Gordon. buy in. Josh Gordon, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, Gordon, it, uh, less, I mean, Gordon's drugs. I mean, you know, so. Yeah, I there's mean, still issues. Right, right, right. right. Uh, Corey Dillon had. Right. I mean, Dillon and Moss had issues with the organization, very public issues. Dillon with Cincinnati, then Randy Moss. Amazing enough, same same organization, the Oakland Raiders. I think it's a little similar because of the the fact that they, they had such public disputes with their franchises, Taz, and they were such disruptive forces. I think that's why you look at those two examples as being similar to the Antonio Brown one. But, yeah, I mean, and those guys all bought in when they went up to Foxborough. And for Antonio Brown, if he doesn't buy in, I don't know how many teams are going to be running to sign Antonio Brown now. This is This is it, you know, and... Belichick and Rosenhaus have a very, very good relationship dealing with players. Uh, I think I heard Scott Pioli talking about that over the course of the weekend after this signing went down. Uh, that they do have, uh, uh, you know, uh, a very, uh, you know, very open door policy in terms of conversations. Uh, he ends up there in Foxborough, gets ten million guarantee. The contract can be worth up to fifteen million dollars. It's a one year deal, kind of a prove it deal. Um, and now the New England Patriots get richer after you watch them destroy the Pittsburgh Steelers last night before that, uh, and and now they're going to end Antonio Brown week two. Yeah, I, it, it, you know, before I realized, I, I a lot of people realized that if he were to get traded, before they gave him the, the Raiders gave Brown a release, uh, a lot of people weren't under the, were not clear on if he, Antonio Brown, would be able to play this weekend, no matter what team he was on. And that's why I put the I put it on short. I can't remember Saturday morning. I think it was Saturday morning. Could you imagine if this guy does, does get traded? Look who the Patriots open up against. It, it's the Steelers. How, how you know how crazy would that have been? Yeah, you know, right? I mean, his former team would have been crazy, right? Yeah, but he, yeah, yeah. He, you know, he could not. He wait, uh, yeah. Right, he's got to wait uh, before he can go out there and play. But that would have been, crazy, I mean, yeah. jaw dropping. That would have been daytime soap opera type yeah. of stuff if he was up there uh, and playing for the Patriots last night. I mean. Listen, Taz, I, you, know, you look at it, uh, I thought, we both thought at the time, Brown would mind his P's and Q's year one in Oakland. Yeah, he obviously yeah. did not. Um, you know, He was obviously bothered by everything that was going down. And, and it's a shame because the, the Oakland Raiders, they did everything they could to support the player. Um, they really did until they basically reached enough. I mean, yeah. they, they, had uh, enough, they, they had a, you know, they had a point of no return to where he continued to play games even after the resolution of the helmet uh, even after he went back and uh, applied uh, on two separate occasions, I believe, with the National Football League, everything going on with the feet test, they still support him. They still went out there and support him. Even after the, the I would say, the phony, teary-eyed apology as he was trying to protect $30 million, <laughs> Gruden still came out and said he's playing on Monday night right. against the Denver Broncos. And he had to understand that that fine was going to be coming his way, um, you know, when, when he does what he does on social media. And and then all of a sudden he asked for his release. He, you know, the Oakland Raiders now have to watch Antonio Brown probably star um, up there in Foxborough for the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's, it's going to be tough to watch. It's going to be very tough to watch, especially for me. I'm a Bills fan. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Like, if to me, if you're – like, i I, I got to be honest. I feel for John Gruden in this because you're right. I mean, the, the, the Raiders, they, they embraced him. They tried their best. I mean, it, in every facet, this guy just—it just seemed like he just didn't want to be there. It's just whatever happened in the short time he was there, he was there for a cup of coffee, as the cliche expression goes. And and 
the thing is, if you're John Gruden, think about this. You call the guy up, and you're saying to him, to Antonio Brown, you know, What's going on? What the hell's going on? And I'm paraphrasing the whole thing. You know, you're you're a great football player. You're my guy. You know that that's why I brought you in. This these are the things that that John Gruden said to Antonio Brown. And then Antonio Brown, in such a just a bad guy move, turns around, takes the phone call conversation, yeah, tapes it. And, and, and Rosenhaus is the guy who put. He said Antonio, coach is on the phone. So somebody, dude, somebody. Taped that conversation. Yeah. It was either Brown or it was Rosenhaus, unbeknownst to the head coach, John Gruden. And then you have Gruden pouring his heart out saying, dude, let's go. Get your head in the game. You're my guy. I love you. All this kind of stuff. And then you turn around and and, and expose this. And you, you, you don't, you know, you expose this audio of this conversation. That's just, that's to me, beyond money, beyond football, beyond talent. That's a douche move no by doubt. Antonio Brown, yeah. and, and if, if Rosenhaus was involved, yeah, and I don't don't disagree. Uh, well said, yeah, I don't disagree in any way, shape, or form. But you know, I think he is. You know, I, I think the way this has been played out, and we all understand guys use leverage some successfully, as we saw with Ezekiel Elliott, some unsuccessfully, as we have watched with Melvin Gordon out in Los Angeles with the Chargers, and. Now successfully to an extent because he's landed in a winning situation. But you look at Antonio Brown, uh, it's the worst possible example in the National Football League of leverage. Um, you know, it's a bad look for the NFL. Um, it is, uh, you know, going to be a, you know, the Patriots are going to be a successful team this year unless injuries do happen. They look very good last night. And that's oh. just, not just last night, but going into it. It's hard to imagine that uh, they wouldn't because of just how brilliantly coached they are and the players that they have and the leadership they have on that team, Taz. Oh, this is this is a terrible scenario for the National Football League. I mean, there's there's no other way to put it. It's embarrassing. I mean, that's yeah. you know, and well, and and a guy ends up you know landing. He doesn't get the thirty million dollars guaranteed, but if Antonio Brown minds his p's and q's, he's probably going to earn close to fifteen million dollars in this upcoming year. So. At least for one year, he's going to make the money back. And I guarantee you, if he's successful and he has 85 catches for, you know, 1,300 yards and, you know, seven, eight touchdowns, whatever it might be, and, you know, is a is a patriot that buys into that system. I mean, there's reports that Tom Brady already asked Antonio Brown to move in with him. I know, stay at his house uh, while he's so, getting settled. Right. So, I mean, if all that does wow. happen... I mean, do, could you see the New England Patriots bringing back Antonio Brown? Yeah, potentially you could. Sure. If he, to your point, if he minds his p's and q's, yeah. I, I and Tom Brady, just looking last night, at, you know, I mean, jeez, I was way off. What I said the other day in our predictions, I'm like, ah, Brady's going to fall off. I'm going to buy into it that he's getting older. He's going to fall off this year. I said all this stuff last week. Everything I said. Delete from every podcast we have, Mike, because yeah. I was dead wrong. Um, yeah, this guy looking for over over three hundred forty yards yesterday, and unbelievable. So Brady is just locked in, and he is already loaded with a receiving core from you know Edelman to Gordon and stuff like that. So it's like now Antonio Brown there, and to your point that he that Brady says to Brown, "Hey, you can stay at my house, um, you know, until you get settled," and for Belichick. To, to go forward with the deal of bring him in, I know this is a you know a captain obvious foregone conclusion here, but God, it really shows you how bad a team that how bad some teams want to win and want to be loaded and stacked. I'm just saying to take someone that you know it. You're you're a coach. You're Belichick, 
and Gruden. I don't know if they're friends or not. I don't care. But they're, they're, they're in that same age group. They've been that same era as coaches. They're both ultra successful. You know, and you know someone, your brethren, someone in your, a peer of yours as a, a head coach, this guy entraps him in a phone call. I'm still stuck on that, Moose. I'm sorry. You're going to hear me say it a few more times in the show today because no one's talking about that. Like, that, that's a major thing right there that, that you would do that to somebody. And that, I, I, I got to tell you, I love to win, and I'm not Bill Belichick. And, and, you know, if I was, I don't know, man, if I could take this guy on my team solely because of what he did there. All the other pain-in-the-ass stuff he's done is annoying and horrible and, uh, you know, uh, character annoyance. This was bad. You don't do that. And, and no one's making a big deal out of it. And to me, it's a big deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sorry. saying it is. Yeah, I mean, Taz, it's a doggy dog world. No, I know that. I mean, I, I, I get mean, it, guys, but it just shows you. you know? Yeah, well, it, I mean, win above everything else. If it wasn't the Patriots, he was going to land somebody else. He was, I mean, he he's going to have another job in the National Football League. Uh, you know, the Patriots were the first team up, and I, I think it's a perfect landing spot, number one, for him uh, for a number of different reasons. Uh, he's got an opportunity to win. He's got an opportunity to play in big games. Uh, if he proves that he can buy into the Belichick system, uh, then that will afford him opportunities to maybe even make more money with another franchise if he has a more if he has a successful season this year, Taz. So I, I think it's a very very good landing spot, and I would imagine that conversations were had between you know Belichick and and Rosenhaus if things did eventually fall apart, would they be interested in bringing Antonio Brown aboard? I mean, those conversations do happen and probably not just with the Patriots with other organizations in the NFL kind of gauging interest in, in said player, right? We've yeah. seen that and you know the NBA is still investigating it and what transpired during before the start of their free agency right. when all yep. these players were signing, you know, a couple hours after free agency started, so you knew those conversations happened beforehand. I don't disagree with you Taz, but you know, if you're Bella Belichick, I mean, at the end of it, you're trying to win. I mean, at the end of it, you know, it might not be right or wrong. He didn't murder anybody. Yes, I don't. I think he, what he did, he's a bad guy. I would not want Antonio Brown to hang out with and belly up to a bar and have a beer with. Uh, none of that uh, in in any way, shape, or form. But for the for the Patriots, ultimately, they're trying to keep that championship window open, and they just got better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about that. They definitely got better, and you know, and for Brown, he he's gonna he has a big chip on his shoulder as it is in his mind. It's him against the world, and it's him against the Steelers, and now it's him against the Raiders, and those are both AFC teams. He goes to the cream of the crop. Well, arguably with the with the Chiefs now to the, the cream of the crop in the AFC in regards to the Patriots, and so he's gonna have a massive chip on his shoulder to win, to win with a guy like Brady who plays with chip on his shoulder to begin with. No, a great team that just smoked the Steelers 33-3 last night. Okay, and the Patriots, they just got even better from a football perspective. There was no doubt. Right, and that Steelers matchup's a terrible matchup for Pittsburgh. They never play well up in Foxborough, even when they had both Brown and Le'Veon Bell on the team. Remember that championship game? They got thoroughly throttled in that game as well, and I thought Pittsburgh had a shot to win that game, Taz. But, but I... You know, we thought, we both thought at the time Brown would mind his P's and Q's out in Oakland. He didn't, Taz. I I agree. I think he'll be fine now. Yeah, I think Rosenhaus, if there's anybody to pull him inside, he's going to be like, listen, this is it. Yeah. Because if you want to make money, if you still want to be a star, if you want to get, you know, make that money back that you lost from this Oakland deal, you got to buy in. You got to buy in. Because if you don't, 
that next deal is not going to be nearly what you're about to make with the New England Patriots. There's not going to be a $10 million or $15 million or $30 million guarantee. That's going to go out the window. Yeah, as, as I'm watching uh, the Steelers and the Pats this night, and the Pats are smoking the Steelers, I'm thinking, and I see Juju, who's playing really bad. Roethlisberger was getting sacked. I'm thinking, oh, my God, Antonio Brown, stay off social media. <laughs> I'm yeah. thinking he must have wanted to tweet or Instagram some kind of wise guy thing, but I don't think he did. I wasn't looking at it. Well, Belichick certainly did a nice job calling defensive plays for the first time oh in a while. God. He was great, as Jeez. were the Patriots and Brady. Brady was not uh, touched all night long. Whatever Unreal. they wanted to do, they did. Want your calls at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Your reaction to everything that transpired with Antonio Brown out in Oakland, and now he's a New England Patriot. Your reaction on the busy phones next. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose, coast to coast, pillar to post on CBS Sports Radio. All right, 855-212-4227. That is your number to call. It is Taz and the Moose with you here on this Monday morning. CBS Sports Radio reacting to the bigger, biggest news probably of the weekend uh, besides all the NFL action. We'll touch upon all that. Bobby Carpenter will join us a little later on the program. But Antonio Brown is now a New England Patriots has. Yes, and we did not get to see him play yesterday if you just joined us. And he didn't watch the game as the Steelers destroyed, uh, I'm sorry, the Patriots destroyed the Steelers 33-3. Yeah, Brown was not uh, eligible to play yet, yeah. but he'll be able to play against the nasty and really tough Miami Dolphins. <laughs> uh, so next week, the Pats against the Dolphins. Oh, boy, that's a slaughter. Uh, let's go out to Baltimore, uh, Moose, and talk to Ken. Listen on 1300 AM. Hey, Ken, you're on with Taz and Moose. What's up? Moose and Taz, Taz and Moose. What's, What's up? up? How are you, What's bud? Up, What's Kenny? going on, brother? How y'all doing? All Good right, buddy. man. Good, bud. Yeah. I was listening to Taz. Hey, look, Taz, first of all, it's a doggy dog world in the uh, NFL. Right. Uh, whatever's going on in somebody else's house is not going on in yours. So right. Belichick don't care about what's happening over in the Oakland Raiders. He knew he had an opportunity to get one of the top receivers in the NFL. Right. And I know the thing that. is, this is, this is why I love the Patriots, because if he doesn't act right, they're good without him. Well, yeah, yeah no, they are. They're real good without him. That's, yeah. a, that's a good point, Ken. No, they are. But as really far, no risk. And my point, just so you understand, Ken, like my point is, like, if you're, if you're Belichick and you're seeing what's going on with Gruden, that can happen to you also. That's, what I, that's all I'm saying. You kind of you train people who you are. People see your, your, you know, who you are. You do something like that. You post a phone call conversation, a private conversation, where the guy pours his heart out to you and he puts you over and tells you how much he loves you. And then you go out there and put that out there for leverage. It's just, it's a real douche business move. It really is. And, it, it, and it's not legal what he did either, to be honest. I mean, but I, well, Gruden's not going to press charges. We know that, you know. Yeah. Guess what? It was douche. But guess who's not making that phone call? Belichick is not calling anyone up because right. he's behind. Oh, no, I, you're right. I agree. No, <laughs> dude, you're a th- that's a great point, man. You're right. <laughs> that's actually a really good point. He's not doing that. No, uh, indeed. No, indeed, Taz and Moose. He ain't kissing nobody's behind. No, nah, he's he not. follow his ship, All right. row, row well, 
or get off. Yeah, right. well, you're not wrong. I mean, Kenny, you are you are not wrong about that. Absolutely. And, and if if Brown does not buy in, Brown will be gone. Then Brown will probably have an impossible time latching on someplace else. I love how uh, it's like some folks are saying to me, "It's a doggy dog world." Like you were saying that to me earlier. Yeah, I'm only only been in the wrestling business for I don't know 25 years, where it's all rainbows and butterflies. Everyone's a saint. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've been around the a... biggest, you know. S bags you can imagine well, but as I mean, promoters, you know what I mean? Right, I mean, but I'm in, just saying it's just no, not I cool what the guy did, you know? No, I, no one's denying that. But yeah. uh, for the for the NFL fan, they don't care, right? I mean, there were I mean there were Cowboy fans that celebrated when they signed Greg Hardy, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's and Greg Hardy's as bad of an individual as you'll ever want to be around. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of Dallas, let's go down to the great state of Texas to Houston. Uh, let's uh, talk to Joseph. Listen, how about that segue? Listening on uh, Sirius, uh, Sirius XM two six. What's, What's going up, on, Joe? Joe? You're on with Taz and the Moose. Hey, good morning, guys. What's how you up, doing, Joseph? Buddy? Hey, uh, so you know, there's still a lot yet to be seen, but uh, you know, Dallas looked really good. Uh, they were firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm really sick of hearing about AB. But uh, like the last caller I just said about Belichick ain't going to put up with that, um, I, I think there's a point there. Like, you know, he runs a tight ship. I don't see him making any kind of personal phone calls to be all mushy. Right. He's a real tight-lipped, you know, keep-to-himself, no-emotion kind of guy. He's not going to call and beg this dude. Like, right, right. hey, please show up to practice today. Like, yeah, same thing. You're, you're not going to row, get off my ship. But, man, Buffalo looks pretty good against the Jets. Uh, man, there's a lot of good football this weekend. I'm really psyched. I'm still pumped. I couldn't sleep hardly. I got up to listen to y'all's show. Um, dude, Eccles, how did he do for you? Oh, yeah, buddy. Eccles. Eckler. Eckler. Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler. Yes, sir. But if you watch the Buffalo game, you see that kid Singletary, how good he is. That's why I wanted him yeah, from he's Pete Gass. He's a good player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. I, I, I'm, I'm really excited for the game tonight. Uh, my sleeper, I called in a while ago, and my sleeper team was Houston, only because I live there and I right. love that place. Yeah. Uh, but I did tell everybody, watch out for the Patriots. Nobody wanted to listen. And now they they already look solid. Now you throw A.B. in there, oh, and no. he's going to keep oh. his mouth shut. This is going to be an exciting game against Miami. It's going to look like they're playing against a high school team. <laughs> they're going to pound them. It's going to be ridiculous. Oh, they're going to light them up. Joseph, gonna we light appreciate the call. Thanks no, but <laughs> it's, it's an interesting thing when you look up in um, – you remember when Chad Johnson went up to Foxborough. Um, and Chad Johnson, the, the – the curious thing when you look at when you look at New England, I'm not telling you that Antonio Brown's going to be the next Chad Johnson, but everyone thought that when Johnson went up there or Ocho Cinco, whatever the hell you want to call him, um, that he was going to be uh, a, a success that was going to work, and he could never see the field. He couldn't see the field because he couldn't pick up the offense, and the offense is so precise in its route running that they did not trust him um, on the field, so he did not play. I'm going to tell you that's what's going to happen with Antonio Brown because I think Antonio Brown is a more precise route runner and probably a little bit less of a guy that's a freelancer on the football field as compared to Chad Johnson. Uh, But everyone thought that was going to work, and it didn't. Um, And so I I think this will, and I think Antonio Brown understands it. If he doesn't understand that this is it, that he's got to figure it out and the antics have got to stop, I don't think he'll ever figure it out then. Wow, Uncle just walked in for his latest yeah, sports what's update. what's going on, Oh, hey, guys. Hello. Here's your report. It is sponsored by the National Association of Realtors. Realtors do more than buy and sell homes. They stand up for your right to own one, too. That is what realtors do. 
The Patriots couldn't just embarrass the Steelers on Sunday Night Football. They had to act like jerks afterwards and tell us what they didn't do well last night. It was a game we weren't... Um, just didn't feel like we were making consistent enough plays, and the big plays really helped us tonight, and they'll help us every week. You know, We'll get back to work again. It's the first game of the year, so there's a lot to learn from. A lot of new players out there. We're going to try to build on you know, tonight and try to get to 2-0. Oh, we Andrew, only won 33-3. Right. Yeah. So, so annoying. Well, that's great. I mean, Brady looks great. He does. He does, he does look great. I mean, he doesn't look like he's 42, 43 years of age. Nah, he's, he's a freak of nature. It yeah. really is. It 343 is. yards and three touchdowns for Brady last night. A post-game jacket that Mikey B complimented during uh, our pre-show meetings in the newsroom this morning. I didn't see his jacket. What kind of jacket? Um, um, there it there is, is, right, right on cue. Oh, there we go. Oh, is that, that's a bomber oh, jacket. Yeah. That's a satin polyester-esque. Yeah, I got a little uh, like a navy pocket yeah. for his Marlboros, I think. Yeah, it looks Marlboros. good. <laughs> yeah, he puts his tin in there, packs his lip. But no, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty cool. It's uh, He's got his back to school haircut. Probably as well. very expensive. Yeah, it's very expensive. I'm sure it yeah. is. anything he has is very, very expensive. Yeah. Uh, so, again, the Patriots roughed up the Steelers last night, 33-3, their 14th consecutive regular season home win. The Cowboys just as impressive in the afternoon with the Giants in town. Snap is back. They twist, stunt, fade left side of the end zone. Ah! A little throw! Touchdown! Touchdown to Amari Cooper, and that throw was perfect from Prescott for 27 yards. Brad Sham on Cowboys Radio, 405 yards, four scores for Prescott, and a 35-17 thrashing of Big Blue. The Titans spoiled the Browns opener, 43-13. Marcus Mariota, three TD passes, three picks for Baker Mayfield, and the Ravens demolished the Dolphins, 59-10. Multiple Miami players have since asked their agents to get them traded, not wanting to be part of tanking. Surgery today for Jaguars QB Nick Foles. He broke his left collarbone in yesterday's 40-26 loss to the Chiefs. If Foles lands on IR, the earliest he could be back is Week 10. In that same game, Casey Wadad Tyree Kill suffered his own clavicle injury. The way his collarbone was dislocated near his sternum could have led to internal injury, so Hill spent the night at the hospital He's okay in that regard. He'll reportedly avoid surgery, but still should miss multiple weeks of action. Dave Dave Dombrowski, that is, is out as Red Sox president less than a year after winning the World Series. The move made just moments after a 10-5 home loss to the Yankees last night. Boston is eight games out of a playoff spot. As for those Bombers... Three more long balls mean a new team record of 268. One and one to Talkman. And he hits a long drive to right, but it's going to go foul, I believe. And it is a fair ball. It's a home run from Mike Talkman. Talkman. The Sockman. Uh, John Sterling on WFAN here in New York. Mike Talkman left in the bottom half of the fourth with a calf injury. Uh, He is back in New York for further evaluation. In the afternoon, the Astros shamed the Mariners 21-1. Garrett Cole fanned 15 over eight innings. He joins Pedro Martinez as the only pitchers with three consecutive starts of 14 Ks or more. Rafael Nadal is a U.S. Open champ for the fourth time, but it took five sets and nearly five hours. Nadal took the first two sets from Daniil Medvedev, dropped the next two, then won the finale 6-4. USA basketball continues the FIBA World Cup in China in two hours against Brazil. 
Jason Tatum remains out with his sprained ankle. And the WNBA regular season ended yesterday with Washington star Elena Deladon becoming the first in league history to shoot over 50% from the floor, 40% from three, 90% from the line. Her Mystics have a double bye into the semifinals, so they are off for the next week. Boys. All right, thank you. Sorry to at the stun end. you with no, that's Elena Deladon's we'll Come stats. back. We'll talk about the disaster that was the Cleveland Browns yesterday. Woo! That was a thud in their opener against the Tennessee Titans. We'll get into that next. Taz, Moose, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Can guarantee low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every single day. You know, we're talking a lot about the Patriots and Antonio Brown. He's going to be part of the Patriots and all that stuff. Uh, Let's uh, speak to Chris down in Richmond, Virginia, listening on Sirius XM Channel 206. Chris, you're on with Taz and the Moose. What's up? Good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? What's What's going going on, on, Chris? How you doing, buddy? Good, good, good. So my thing is, I don't think it has anything at all to do with the Raiders. I think it's all about him getting back at the Steelers. Um, I think he's, he's um, and I'm not trying to say he's, he's not crazy. I think he's a little crazy. He's got some things wrong with him. But I think he put on a show, and I think the whole thing is he just wanted to get back at the um, Steelers as much as possible. And he knew he could get that, that the uh, Patriots wanted him when he was at the Steelers. And the Steelers obviously wanted a one and a two and in order to go, uh, go to New England, and they didn't really want to trade him. So they did. he did everything he could to get off that Raider team because the Raiders are not going to win a Super Bowl. And he wants a Super Bowl. He doesn't have a Super Bowl ring. He wants a ring. And he wants to get back at Big Ben. He wants to get back at the Steelers organization for not supporting him and, you know, side with Big Ben and all that. And, you know, Belichick, he knows he's not going to do anything, with it, obviously, with the Patriots as far as that. But, I, you know, Taz, when you were saying, you know, at first he wanted to get back to the Steelers, and now he wants to get, you know, now it's getting back at the Raiders. Right. I don't think it has anything right. to do with the Raiders at all. I think the Raiders were just a stopping ground for him. He did everything he could to get off that team, you know, and it just resorted that nothing on social media would get, get him released. So he had, you know, he had to make threats to the general manager and say what he said and did what he did on the field. So that way they would release him. But then they brought him back, and then he went on social media, and then he did the stuff with the Gruden call, and, and then that ended the relationship. What about the, uh, if you – but let me just ask you, if there, was, if there was never a fine, the initial fine, are we sitting here with Antonio Brown still being a Raider? No, I, I, I think he would keep doing what he's doing. I think he just made it as a show. He's like, "What? You're gonna find me two hundred fifteen thousand? What? I'm gonna get off here. I'm gonna get off your team. Oh, trade me, release me. I don't care about the thirty million. Well, blah, blah, blah. Chris, I, I agree with you on that part. I do think I don't know if I said this earlier, but when he posted the, the last thing he did, the YouTube video with the phone call from Gruden, I do think he and Rosenhaus knew that was it. That was going to put them over the edge where they were, he was going to get cut loose. And it did seem like he didn't want to be on the team for a good amount until we saw him apologize after he threatened to punch Mike Mayock in the face, and then he apologized in a press conference. So that's where I'm. That's where I, all show. No, no, I, show. that part I don't know if that was a show. I think he thought there 
that that he might have had to stay. He might have had to stay with that team for a year. You're you're basically saying he used the Raiders as as a um, as a tool as as a catalyst to get with the Patriots. I, I don't know if exactly. he had this. I, I, and I I disagree with you. That's a big I, script. I, yeah, I don't think right. I don't think he had that. That's a lot of money. A lot of people involved that are successful at their jobs that are smart guys to to use right to yeah, use. The, he, he knows. He knows there's only one team that – I mean, look at the Patriots. Everybody knows they've been the dominant franchise of course. the last 20 yeah. years. Yeah. You know, and he knew that the Patriots wanted him. Regardless of what right. he was doing in Pittsburgh, they, he knew that uh, the Patriots wanted him. So, I mean, if you don't have a ring and you want that ring, you know, he's got all these endorsement deals. I mean, he just saw – you know, right. no, no. he's got money, you right. know. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Ring. Uh, yeah, and, and he might be making money, Taz, off the new helmet that he's representing. We appreciate the call, And that's fine. Right. I don't – I don't know if I'm a company right now. Am I really running no. to Antonio yeah. Brown and no. saying endorse this or endorse that? I want you to be our pitch man. I no. want you to do that. I, no. I'm not running to Antonio Brown. No, I'm not I, I would want yeah. no part of Antonio Brown. No. I'll go find a. I'll go find Saquon Barkley or right. some other NFL superstar uh, that I don't have to deal with the headache and the nonsense and, and the the way that he's representing himself. Tess, I, I I have a hard time thinking it's this one big grand scheme. You right. know, by Antonio Brown. Yeah, I don't agree I, with that either. You know, I, I, I don't vision that. I think it did reach a point, and maybe after the initial fine or maybe after, say, the, the teary-eyed apology, maybe they they were going to get wind that he was going to, you know, I, I, it did reach a point to where then I think, you know, they were looking at other options. I do, I do think that. I do think that. But I could also argue, Taz, if there wasn't the original $50,000 fine. Right. We're probably 50, not fifty fifty four thousand. Oh, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah fifty four thousand. Forty thousand, then what was it? Twelve thousand or thirteen thousand, right. whatever yeah, 50, it was. 000, 50, 000, yeah, whatever right, it was, whatever. Right. But if there was not that original fine, are we sitting here today? No. No, we're not sitting so. here. If he's not gonna if, threaten Mike Mayock if that didn't happen. Okay. If he doesn't post the the conversation with Gruden right. on YouTube, right. which then brings about the other fine, correct? Correct. Two hundred and twenty one thousand dollar fine. Correct. Yeah. And then another fine on top of that. Are we then looking at you know a case of him then gopping on Instagram and talking about getting released by the Oakland Raiders, asking for his release? Probably not. Probably not. No. You know no, we're, right. we're probably not sitting here. You know, and and do I think do if you ask me right now, do I think when he put that phone call on on YouTube when he when that when he attacked Instagram for yet another time and <laughs> and YouTube for another time, Taz and social media. Do I think that he knew and Rosenhaus knew the options they would have should he get released by the Raiders? I do believe that. Right. Um, I do believe yeah, that. Yeah, I do yeah. believe they knew which teams would be still be interested, interested in him. Right, who had the right. cap space to right. sign him, and who would be interested in? in now that's a, a tampering. That could be a tampering. That's what's it, right. It, but it you're never going to. It could be. It, right? You're never going to be able to prove it. But uh, Taz, there's no. You're not. Dude, no. You're not doing that no. unless you know. Where you could potentially land. I've done it in wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, Taz. <laughs> I've done it. I mean, I, my know. lawyer did it, it you're exa- and it's for a lot less money, but you're exactly right. No, I mean, and, and he basically said, no. what, our team's going to be terrible. We're not a good team. I got a chance to land myself up in Foxborough. They've got money to spend. They're willing to spend it on me. You know, and, you know, the, let's see if I can get myself out of this deal. Yeah. Is that a possibility? Yeah, I think, I think that's a possibility. I, I definitely think it's a possibility. <laughs> It's possible you're going to go to the Raiders. Uh, you want to go win a ring and play it with Tom Brady? Uh, yeah, I'm in, Mr. Rosenhaus. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, it's um, – I'll tell you, it's – I don't know if we're ever going to – well, I shouldn't say ever. Well, I'm sure we'll see something like this happen again to this level, probably in the NBA. I don't know, Taz. <laughs> you made the point to kick off the program saying that uh, we'll never see this kind of thing again. Um, I don't know if we'll ever see it to this extent. You know, Antonio Brown's antics – 
have dominated talk and conversation nationally for like eight months. No, yeah. I would say, well, no, probably about five months, mm. right? Yeah. Have you? Have you? I don't. I don't know if we'll ever see that again. I don't know if we'll ever see. Well, I think we'll see contract disputes. I think we'll see guys go crazy on social media. Not to the level of this, Taz. No, this is this is like. A, I, I, I mean, yeah, this is epic. It's probably never going to happen. It's right again. there with yeah, the Pats. It, You'll never see it again. No, you. <laughs> go in our, in our lifetimes, yeah, we're it, witnessing history. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, we. Yeah, that's true. You could tell. I could tell my grandkids. Right about the Antonio Brown saga. Yeah. 2019, <laughs> March to September, uh, <laughs> Mr. I, Big Chest. I, I, I got to tell you, the, the Patriot fans, I, I mean, I think they're probably very happy, but they're pr- probably uh, a little a little worried that he's going to flip out again. You know, they're, you know I, I, they're probably a little worried because they know, they know Belichick's not going to put up with it and he's just going to cut him loose. So I'm sure the Pats fans are happy. They're always happy, but probably right. a little nervous. Taz, why why would you be nervous though? Here's what's well, going to bother you. You're a big up, Bills fan, gonna, right? Uh, so yes, here's huge. what here's what's going to bother you, right? They're ecstatic. Thanks. The Patriot fan is ecstatic. Just trying to envision they were them a, not they ecstatic. were ecstatic Saturday afternoon. They were ecstatic Sunday. They can't wait to week two. Mm. Uh, they can't wait to see Antonio Brown suiting up for the New England Patriots. They're absolutely ecstatic. They don't care what transpired out in Oakland. They think he'll buy in and to play to, and play to everyone's well. If he doesn't, they'll cut him and get rid of him and move on. And it's not like their team or the entire team is built around Antonio Brown. See, that's the difference where you basically <laughs> saw John Gruden on his knees begging for Antonio Brown to buy in. Because that offense is built around, around Anto- Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. Right, right, that right. offense, that team, what their game plan after they acquired him was all built around A.B., that Patriot team is not built around Antonio Brown. He's going to come in. He's not going to be the guy. He's going to be one of the guys. Right. Because Tom Brady, as we saw last night against the Pittsburgh Steelers, is going to th- spread the football around. And the Patriots know, listen, if you don't buy in, we're fine. Right. We right. don't have to deal with your antics. If you don't show up to practice or team meetings right. or you're late or this or that, if you don't buy in, we'll get rid of you. Yeah. And we'll be fine. We're going to win our 12 games. We'll go to the playoffs. We'll win the AFC East. And we'll have a you know, host a divisional round game. And we'll be one victory away from the AFC championship game. And then get ourselves back to the Super Bowl. That's the Patriot way. Yeah, and it's amazing if you think about it with that with that team. They had that offense. They have the, the Pats. It's almost like even if. If you didn't start, I know it's not going to happen. If you if you didn't start him, it's so what. Especially like next week, you're playing the you're playing the Dolphins. Okay, you can go get like a community college wide receivers to play on that team and beat that Dolphins <laughs> team's horrible. It's terrible. So I feel bad for the people down in Miami, the Dolphins fans. But the thing is, the Dolphins actually it's a great opponent for the Patriots next week because it's a great opportunity. It's like a scrimmage. Basically, for Antonio Brown to get his sea legs onto him, to get a chemistry in his route running with Tom Brady, it's perfect. Because again, it's 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 like a, it's like a preseason game. They're playing the Dolphins, where it's just like they could roll out their practice squad. No, they're going to steamroll them. Yeah, it's I mean they, they're absolutely going to steamroll them, Taz. And... Which is a point, which is not good for the NFL. That type of stuff. You know, well, it's like right, the NBA, that, like well, the Warriors it, War and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, right. The, the the tanking and that we saw in the NBA, and then they changed the the lottery rules to try and prevent that. Taz, you're going to see tanking here in the National Football League, especially if you're the Miami Dolphins. Um, you know where they're trying to find their quarterback of the future, and they're trying to rebuild that franchise to where. You know, yesterday's performance against the Baltimore Ravens 
was downright putrid. I mean, it was it was absolutely embarrassing. I don't remember an NFL team. We've seen some teams get destroyed. I was up in Foxborough when the New England, the year that they could have went up undefeated, absolutely destroyed Joe Gibbs and the Washington Redskins. Mm. And that year, remember, they were beating teams. They were putting up 50 every single week. Yeah, oh yeah. They were embarrassing teams. <laughs> but I, but I, I'll tell you this, I never got the sense that the other teams just didn't care. Like, you got a sense yesterday that the Miami Dolphins had little to no game plan uh, against the, the Baltimore Ravens. What do you... You didn't think that the the Ravens were going to throw the ball deep to Hollywood Brown from Oklahoma? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That kid, Marquise Brown, he looked great. Yeah, no, you're right. right. I mean, can you put a safety over the top to give your corner some help? You stick him out on an island? What are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Taz, it was terrible. Tanking, it's bad. It's bad. Week one, it's like the whole season they're going to tank. It's horrible. It's horrible. And um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you have you have players uh, that are looking to leave already. You know, they're calling their agents. Like we heard AB say during his update here. You know that hey, I want to get out of here. These guys don't want to win. It's like ah, man, that sucks. That's just a bad environment for well, sure. Well, it is. But Taz, they should not be surprised because remember when the reports came out about them potentially trading Laramie Tunsil? We yeah. talked about the fact that he was right. so That's well right. liked in that clubhouse in that locker room. That if he was traded, there would be a revolt by the players. They did trade him. And now look at what the reports are after week one. There's a number of Miami Dolphin players that won out. Tunsil's got to be so happy right now. I know. Could yeah. you imagine? I'm just glad I got As out he of there. gets set to play the Saints down in New Orleans tonight. Uh, one hour down, two to play with. we got a lot to do. Run around the National Football League next. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.